Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Bridging the Gents. I am Jamie, and today I am joined with Jenna, and we are going to be talking about reality TV. Whoa. Yes. Oh, we had such a heavy week last week, such a deep conversation, and we just wanted to do something kind of light this week and not really too deep and just kind of nonsense, so kind of switch it up you know so um let's get let's get real or I guess with reality tv I guess we're getting fake question mark yeah let's bridge the gens on reality tv and see what our thoughts are it'll be interesting Uh, do you even watch do you watch reality tv you know honestly it's like it's like sometimes I used to watch the bachelor with my friend but I was like oh I I hate this um yeah (laughs) And then I I used to watch Survivor with my parents. That show's cute. Um, yeah. The Amazing Race is cute. Love um, The Amazing Race. That's, I, I, I have we, a... We definitely watched that when we were like, you know, when I was a child, like very yeah. young. Our families watched that. Yes. 100%. I 100%. would love to be a contestant on The Amazing Race. I would probably totally fail early on and be like, I can't do it. But I would, I just to travel the world and to be able to like, just go and explore and have these experiences that I think would be really cool. And I think pushing yourself to a limit, you don't even know how far you can go, how far you're going to push yourself. I'll push, I'll push myself as far as I need to, as long as it doesn't involve like serpents or heights <laughs> like no snakes no heights none of that none of yeah. that but like yeah. oh that would be like fear dancing. factor do you remember fear factor oh yes yeah. i've had nightmares <laughs> scorpions <laughs> no no ma'am nothing with legs like, i'm out i'm out i I'm, lost bye I'm, I'm like i'm tapped out someone else will switch for me yes yes uh-huh. But you know, is reality that like TV. Yeah. Is that pretty much what you watch? Just those few? Yeah. I, I mean, I've seen like Keeping Up with the Kardashians a couple times. Um, there was this one show. Oh my gosh. I loved it. It was called There Goes the Motherhood. And it was so cute. It was like MTV back in the day. But I thought that was really cute. There's some really good ones out there. I have to say, um, I think Hoarders would be considered reality TV, right? In its own way, maybe? Question mark? Probably. How disturbing know. is that considered? I don't know if that's considered reality reality TV or like kind of like a docu series. I don't know how that it's, works. It's my it's my reality. No, no, I'm it, no, stop it! You are not a hoarder. Definitely not. I I am definitely not a hoarder. I'm like if I have yeah. no use for it, and then like it's she's gone. like it's out, it's out, it's out. Yeah. Uh, well, so. I mean, I guess. Kind of the cool thing about reality TV is that there are so many different things that you can watch out there. I mean, I guess even though it's its own genre, there's still a lot of different things. Like, I'm not a big fan of the dating ones, but you can still, you know, watch Amazing Race. You can watch Survivor. So there's a little bit of everything. Yeah. I think you know. so. Like American Idol, people, you know, um, America's Got Talent, stuff like that. I think. Oh, those like are the good. X Factor. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, like fa- I think families kind of like that because it's something for everybody. Um, something that the family can come together and sit down and watch. Um, yeah, I, you know, it's interesting. So I, I watch very little reality TV. First of all, for some odd reason, in the past, like maybe six months. I haven't watched a ton of TV. I don't even know why. And we're in a pandemic, but, um, I just get bored, I think with what's on TV. So 
um, you know, I've seen like the housewives, um, you know, not all of them, but I've seen some of them. Um, I used to watch it. Don't really watch it much anymore. Um, it's almost for me, I think it's just like watching. I, I, I don't know how to describe it. It's like watching people's lives that you think maybe aren't really real, their real lives. They are, but you think sometimes you're being put on a bit, like part of it must be fake. I, I do have to say sometimes watching it makes you realize like everybody just has crap. Like nobody escapes the crap. Yeah. I, I definitely feel like that's been a big thing with reality TV in my experience too, is like, there's a bunch of crazy stuff that happens in those shows and everybody's like, oh, it's staged, it's fake. And I do think sometimes it is, but also like life is just crazy. Like everybody mm-hmm. has some crazy shit going on in their lives all the right. time. You know, like there's just always something and like you finish everything on your list and you're like, you know what, I can relax. And then there's something else that just gets added to it. And that's life. And I think that aspect of reality TV is always criticized. I feel like that's like the most criticized thing, but it's it's not really fake. Well, the interesting thing is, um, you know, the the characters, or I should say characters, I don't even know, but the people that are rep- represented in this in these series, especially like the housewives, they're not immune from getting a DUI and getting put in jail or having an ankle bracelet or, you know, going into bankruptcy because they spent all their money or, um, having infidelity in their marriages and divorces and, you know, and fresh marriages. So I think that's, you know, I, I always wondered what's the draw, what's the, what is the purpose people watch reality TV like that? Is it an escape from your own life and to almost like reading a book, but you're watching this reality TV? Definitely, definitely. And I think with the way that social media has grown in the last couple of years, specifically, it's gotten so much more widespread. I mean, reality TV is no longer just being produced by these giant corporations. You also have people like Jeffree Star. I mean, look at the makeup industry on YouTube. Yes. That yes. built a whole new private sector from the ground, basically. I mean, yeah, makeup was around, but it was not doing as well as it is now. I mean, nowhere right. near as well as it was financially. And I remember when I was a teenager, like Jeffree Star and knowing all the drama between him and the other makeup gurus was like the tea, like that was the reality Mm -hmm. TV. That was the entertainment and it was good. I mean, it was really entertaining, but it's an escape. You know, we like to watch things that make us feel better. Shoot, this whole time during quarantine, I've been watching WandaVision and I've been watching um, The Mandalorian, which was a great TV show. Um, But I think like, especially when, when, you know, we're in shit times, like right now, being able to have that escape and and being able to like, look at the things that we want or like living in an alternative reality would be so much nicer. And that's why Mm. we gravitate towards these shows. But I don't know. I mean, it's kind of fun. I think everybody has their own, their own little, you know, niche of what they like to watch. And I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of really good options out there for sure. Yeah. I, you know, the one I cannot get into which I know a lot of people love 
and people will probably be like, oh, I can't believe she doesn't like that one. I can't stand The Bachelor. Can't canceled, stand it. Canceled. Canceled. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> and I am going to tell you why. I, this is just a personal opinion. I, in my own personal life, could not imagine being one of 20-something women vying for the attention and love of one man. Period. Dude, dude, if there's 20 women and he's got to choose between 20 women, by all means, I'm going to take a step back and you can have at it. Because for me, I'm not, I'm not up for that type of fight. Like, I, 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 that to me just doesn't – I can't – I can't. We are our option. I mean, we are priorities, not options. Lately, you are not an option. Absolutely. We are priorities, not options. And you want to know something else? It's like, I'm so passionate about this topic, obviously, because- I love I just, it. Let the fire out. Yeah. Yeah. I just need to today. But I am not about dating multiple people at the same time. So why do I want to go on a date with a guy with four other chicks? Yeah, I feel like doesn't even make any rational sense. No, no, I'm like I get jealous so quickly. I I really do. I like if I see a guy that I'm talking to and he has another guy on his story, muted, blocked. Like I don't know if that's toxic, but I'm just like I mean, okay, not not necessarily not necessarily like just like a dude. Like you can have friends, but like if you're like you know getting all like cutesy and shit, no, knock it off. If you're talking to me, if you're locking your lips with me, I'm the only bitch. Okay. 100%, Priority, not an option. Hundred <laughs> percent. Like I am so with you. I don't. Why, why would I want to go on a show? Also, how are you going to deal with the guy? bullshit of twenty-seven people? Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah, one person. One person is enough. Like I'm not going to remember whose issues are whose issues. Like this girl's going to be complaining to me, and I'm going to be like, oh yeah, like when this happened, she's like, that wasn't me. <gasps> you know, like right. How am I going to remember? Don't you find dealing with one person sometimes difficult enough? Let oh, alone more 20? than like, more than difficult. <laughs> why? Why would I want to go make out with a guy who I know is possibly having sex and making out with like fifteen other people? I, I just, I'm not, I'm not down for that. I'm just not into it. It's not my thing. I am a one man person, one woman guy. Like just that's it. See if it works. If it doesn't work, you kind of keep it moving. But like, no. So I'm sorry that I got all hot and bothered no, with this topic. No, I love but it. But I just, it's the one show I just can't. I mean, imagine I'm just standing there going, oh, do you want this rose? Like, well, you just gave a rose to 15 other women. Do I want it? No. Go be with the other 15 women. Like, go like, what are we doing here? I don't. So for me, I know a lot of friends love that show. I can't get into it. I don't know what, what it is. What the hype is. What is it? I don't, I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you. I could not tell you. I honestly, like, I, I feel the same way. I'm just like, same thing with The Bachelorette. Like, I'm just like, no, I can't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. I would but... be really jealous. I, I'd be like the one person on the reality TV show that would be causing shit between the other girls. <laughs> I'm speaking in this reality universe where I am a female. Um, because females are superior, but I I literally would just be there and I'd be causing drama, I'd be starting fights, you know? Yeah. But that would be me. I'd be that yeah. character. You would go on just for the sport of it. Not I would really I would to be. Yeah, no, I would go to exactly. I'm not there for the roses. I'm there to hunt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
You know, it's interesting. You mentioned the Kardashians before. And the one thing I have to say about the Kardashians, you could like them, you could love them, you could hate them, despise them. The one thing I have to say about that family, really that mother, really it's the mother. Let's just give her the credit. Is they made a business out of their family. And that may not be for everybody, but when they started with the reality TV and doing that, and that gave them opportunities for other businesses, Kylie Cosmetics, Skims, um, Kim Kardashian's under, um, you know, like Spanx type line, which Spanx is way better. In my opinion, I've tried skims. Um, it's not the great, the fabric is really great, but it's just interesting. Um, so, uh, you know, and Chloe Kardashian with good American, I have one of her dresses and it's incredible. Um, but I have to say that they really, um, and look at Kendall, she's a supermodel, you know, maybe if they didn't have this reality TV show, would she be a supermodel? I mean, she's beautiful. She's got a killer body, but would, would she have had that opportunity? So I really have to say from a family perspective, they took what they could and made a business out of it and they're very successful. Yeah. I mean, nobody, nobody's going to be like, I don't know who the Kardashians are. Everybody knows who the Kardashians are. And I think right. they've really done it more than anybody else has. I, right. I, I mean, honestly, like I can't think of any other family other than like political figures that have really gone out and done that just right. because the Kardashians are so huge now. Right. Um, so I think that is kind of cool. I mean, they've really built that that brand off of reality TV and they haven't let it define them. That's not their only thing. No, but I do have to say, I think without the reality TV they wouldn't have those businesses, period. They wouldn't be where they are today without the reality TV show. Definitely. Period, definitely end of story. Not. Definitely Yeah, I mean, because that was, that was a big way for them to market everything. That was a big way for them to get exposure. And I mean, mm-hmm. like, just their whole group together, I feel like that right. really brought out a lot more. Right. So I don't know, that's kind of cool to think about. I, I didn't, yeah. I mean, I, I've reflected on it in the past. I think, you know, I'm not really big on the Kardashians, but I know that they've done a lot like a lot a lot they have really just done everything in the business and they're very well connected with the whole industry and I think that I don't know I think that is it's definitely not for everybody but if you can go and do that and make it work I mean your whole family is going to flourish so right you know in, in some ways that's that's really nice yeah yeah for sure well I feel like we've got to talk about like the real housewives of Salt Lake City yeah okay I have not watched it on purpose. And the reason why I haven't watched it on purpose is they're based in Salt Lake City. Um, Some of them are Mormon and is they say that they're practicing Mormon um, and they, they may very well be. I'm not, I don't know about their specifics, but the issue I had or have with 
Bravo and the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City is I feel like they used the Mormon faith to market this reality TV show. And we, you and I have talked about it. You've watched the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City and, and given me all your feedback. And, and um, there's, there's two parts. One is I think there's a side to show that, listen, not every Mormon person is going to be perfect and live a perfect life. Nobody's perfect. Right. And so there there's, it probably broadens people's understanding of what it is to be Mormon, but not every Mormon is like those people on the real, the real housewives of Salt Lake city. So there's, there's that. And I just didn't like that the network Bravo used a religion to market their show. They lost it for me there. They kind of used the, oh, in the city of, you know, the temple and, you know, the Mormon faith, the center of the Mormon faith is the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Like, it, I didn't like that. I, I felt like they crossed a line yeah, in marketing that I- show. And I, and I honestly, okay, so I watched bits and pieces of it because my mom was watching it. And literally, I mean, it doesn't deal with just the fact that they're Mormon. It was it was kind of dumb, but it was I, I was kind of watching it. And I, I think I texted you because I was like, this is kind of whack, but like you should watch it just because I think it's like interesting how they're they're kind of skewing it. It's it's almost made to like, I don't know. I mean, we've we've talked about this, like the Mormon culture is about, you know, bettering oneself and, you know, being the best person you can be, right? And, I mean, that's not everything it's about, but but that's kind of what I've understood. Well, it's centered like, in Christ, it's, right? It's centered so in, you it's, know, it's, being your best yeah. version of yourself. And I think that is more of a physical thing on the show. Like, they show that and, like, how they're doing, like, certain procedures and, like, certain things in their social lives so that they look the best. But I feel like... I don't know. I mean, like, I, I, I've i only seen, like, not even a full episode, but I just thought it was really interesting because, like, a lot of these people were, like, talking trash on one another. A lot of these people were, you know, just doing some really, really, like, vulgar stuff. I mean, profanity, like, drug usage. Like, one of them owns an alcohol, like, tequila. factory. A tequila factory. Yes. And I'm yes. like, you can't even drink. And so I, I just thought that was, like, super, super interesting um relating that back to my experiences talking about the mormon faith with you um and i do think in like some way maybe this is good for the mormon faith in getting people to look into it more and converting i mean shoot i know with the book of mormon which is a very vulgar like parodied show um by the south park producers that actually ended up bringing in a lot of people to the faith crazy enough because it like sparked that dialogue Mm -hmm. but I feel like my experience with people that I know that are Mormon is very different from the reality TV show. And I think they capitalized a lot on that. I mean, they made that a big thing with their, you know, like their, their marketing for the show. And so I don't know. I I just, I have an issue with using religion, almost making a mockery of a religion. I kind of think you're crossing the line. If and it could be for any religion, could be Catholic, could be Mormon, could be, you know, Methodist, Presbyterian. I think Baptist, 
excuse me, you can, um, I think making fun of, or making a mockery or, um, of a religion and using it for your own purposes, for ratings and all of that. For, I think for, for of, money? For my, it crosses a lot. I mean, am I surprised? No, not surprised. Um, but I think that there's a lot of misconceptions about the Mormon church. And I think a show like that doesn't help. And I think it capitalizes off of those misconceptions a lot. So that's more my so, problem. I, mean, it's I, like, I felt like it's just it was irresponsible. I think it's just irresponsible on the part of Bravo. I, and I well, it, and the thing is, yeah, because the thing is, like, even with Salt Lake City, I mean, that's, I mean, you've told me about that. Salt Lake City is the, you know, the epicenter of the Mormon faith. It's a totally different place. Right. Than, like, you know, in California or elsewhere in the world. I mean, it's a just, it's just a different dynamic. And I think that it, it voices some of those. I mean, yeah, like the people that are in it are Mormon, but I don't think it speaks for everybody else. I could, I could get exactly. that. Exactly. So that is the thing is, yes, there. So I am in agreement with the fact that, yes, there are people that are Mormon that are like that. It's That is the reality, right? So that's where the reality comes in. That's the reality. There are people of every religion and walk of life that want you know, the Botox and the plastic surgery and, you know, have to look perfect and have be Instagram influencers and have to, you know, do all of those things. But that is not the only example of Mormons or for any faith. It's like saying, I don't know. It's, I I mean, and I don't mean to say this in like a, in a, I'm just going to say it. It's fine. But it's almost like saying that the act of a priest and how the Catholic church got a bad rap for the acts of the priest and some priests that were, you know, molesters and to children in schools and churches. It's like saying all priests are like that. All priests are not like that. There's millions of priests and nuns across the world and not all of them are like that. So that's kind of how I feel is like, you're saying, oh, there, this is the example of what the Mormon church is like. No, this is not the example of what the Mormon church is like. And I feel like, how dare you put that out there to say that that's the example. It's like, yeah, I don't know. So that's just kind of my feeling on it. I feel like when you come into religion, it's like when you come into religion, it's different with reality TV. It's like, you're using it in a really bad way. And I just don't like it. So that's just well, my opinion. I don't even know if it's popular. I don't even I don't know either. how the ratings it was, are. It was dumb. <laughs> I have not heard good things about it. I've not heard. I hope it doesn't get renewed. Um, I I just don't. I feel like they were just no. trying to be edgy. And I, I think they totally capitalized off of the fact that they were basing it as a Mormon show. I don't even think it's like completely based around that. But I think that they knew that that was going to get viewers to come in. And that's why they said it the way they did. They yeah, well, knew two, exactly what Two of doing. the characters are not even Mormon. Yeah. And, well, and most of them aren't like actually more. I mean, like, I don't want to judge. I know that that's, you know, you you have to talk to your bishop about, you know, when you're doing something that isn't correct but there's a lot of people in that show that are like you know i know what i'm doing is wrong and i'm gonna keep doing it and i'm like i'm pretty sure that that's 
like a big no-no right yeah like, it's I'm, a, I'm pretty it's a sure like no-no that's... at the church well no it's not that it's a no-no there's, in the church, there's people that like, have been if you're sitting there okay well that's a whole nother show we could talk about the church or the the mormon faith um and do our research on it but i think that for this purpose i think if you're sitting there on tv and saying I am a member of this church. I'm representing the church and I know what I'm doing is wrong and I'm going to continue to do it anyway publicly. I don't know how you look at yourself in the mirror. Like in the church too. I feel like, like I just don't just even know. Really... How do you walk in the door and look at yourself in the, you know, in the mirror and say, okay, I, I, I just, I don't get that. And you know what? Here's what it is. It's almost like selling your soul to the devil it's for money and fame and they would yeah. have the, rather have the money and fame and success than to go look at themselves elsewhere and say, what am I doing is, is really the representation of who I want to be. Definitely. Now, if you want to be that person and you want to go drink and, you know, live it up and have multi-marital affairs, cause there's that and all sorts of things like Maybe you need to reconsider. I don't know, but okay. That's well, just, and I that think was that, my that, soapbox on, on no, that one. No, no, no. I just didn't I like the fact it. that Bravo brought in religion I, and I used think, that. I didn't like it. I think a lot of people have been saying that. I think it's a really good thing to mention on our topic because, you know, where do we draw the line? And also, you know, with things such as reality TV, where things are being construed as completely honest and completely factual and completely real. I mean, news, newsflash, guys, most of this shit is not real. <laughs> like, there's there's always a narrative. And I right. think my first my first example of it is, you know, shoot, I've, I've grown up in L.A. all my life. I've been on, you know, sets here and there. And, um, you know, The Voice is filmed in, in Universal City on the Universal Backlot. That's a reality TV show. And I had asked somebody that I had met who had been a contestant on The Voice. And I was like, what is it like? so much of it happens behind the scenes and the actual stuff that you see is filmed in a soundstage, you know? And, and I think that that's a big thing that people don't realize is that, you know, you're perceiving it as reality because they're telling you it's reality. So that can kind of create a problem sometimes where people are like, Oh, I want to, I want to be like this person. And I think mm. transitioning from reality TV are more so branching off of it. We're now seeing a lot of this with micro influencers. We're seeing this with influencers online and it's caused a lot of people to want to, you know, go and spend thousands of dollars on Gucci and Louis Vuitton and have all this bougie stuff and then this bougie lifestyle when, you know, shoot, they don't have the money to pay for that. And something I found out a couple, couple months ago is that a lot of these influencers that post this very luxurious lifestyle rent their stuff they'll buy it or they'll buy it and they will then go and return it immediately after right or they'll buy fakes and like the thing is is you snap a picture and it's that's it that's all you need right so i i don't know i mean i think they've kind of got us all hooked obviously the viewers are coming in every week and so you know they're tuning in and they're they're interested but I don't know. I mean, shoot, they've got us all kind of snagged there, don't they? Yeah. I, you know, it's, it's almost like big brother. Like, why do you want to watch a bunch of people fighting with each other in a house? I, I don't see, I, I 
should have probably asked some people before we did this episode, what the draw is for some of these shows, because if I sit down to watch something, I don't necessarily want to sit and watch people arguing and fighting and who's going to get kicked off. And there's, there are a bunch of people lounging around in a house. I don't, I don't understand that, that, um, so I don't know. It's really interesting, but you have some information, right. About the hype house. Cause I don't know. I mean, this is yeah. where we bridge the gens people because I don't know. So give me the tea on the hype so, house. This is something where, damn, if I, I mean, obviously, sure to start. Okay. Well, I have a friend, I, friend question mark. I don't really know if we're still friends. I haven't spoken to her in a minute, but I have a friend that lives in the hype house. And first of all, know, what is the hype house? Can you so give the hype this house? old lady what the hype house I, I, I forgot, you know, because I, you know, they're so famous, quote unquote. Um, yeah. Um, so the hype house is a bunch of influencers from TikTok. Um, and TikTok is a dance platform or not just a dance platform. It's a social media platform that kind of centralized over like dancing videos and lip sync videos. And so the but hype I house- love TikTok because there's oh, so many great. other different things. Like I get all, I get like a lot of inspirational stuff and, you know, exercise stuff. Like there's great stuff on TikTok. Oh, yeah. It's not it's just, Yeah. Phenomenal. Well, okay, you so can get ahead. like for me, I do stock and financial advice on TikTok yeah. and that has been amazing for me. Mm-hmm. But there's also another side that is, you know, uh, marketed towards children mainly. And it's like 19 year olds to like 25 year olds and they dance and they lip sync. Yeah, you do this, like, like this little dance, move, a little renegade, routine. you know, yeah. <laughs> and they have these alternate realities or these are alternate personalities. And I think the Hype House was just um, given a contract with MTV to have their own show. Um, but I've been in the original Hype House and it's, it's a lot more different than what it's portrayed to be. And so a lot of the people that are in the TikTok or social media sphere are very stuck up, beyond stuck up, and they're paranoid. I just had a friend actually last week who she went on a Tinder date with this quote unquote TikToker who's so famous. He's like five million followers. And they had spent like two weeks together pretty solidly. Like she'd stayed at his place a couple of times and they had had sex. Mm-hmm. And one day he blocks her out of the blue, unadds her. And she's like, yeah, when we used to hang out, he would get really paranoid and he'd be like, yeah, like I can't have a lot of people knowing because like I could get canceled and like. You know, like I'm really big and famous, and she's like literally. Oh like, God! I, I just, like uh, put your dick away. So yeah, basically that's kind of what the hype house is like. There are some really amazing people that that live in there, but there are also some really shitty people that live in there. There have been some guys that are like 19, 20, and are hitting on 14 year olds, 15 year olds, and like having sex with them and gra- drawing them into this hype house, and they've had a lot of issues because of that. That's and, disturbing. Are they in jail? Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> right now, right now, I mean, I have to say allegedly. So I will speak allegedly. There was um one who he's facing like criminal, criminal, um, what is the word? Shoot. Charges. That's the word. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> um, he's facing criminal charges for sexually assaulting a 15-year-old. And there's been multiple and 
the thing is, is like with that, it is a slippery slope. You know, obviously we've talked about rape culture and like you should never, you know, invalidate somebody's claim. But there have been a bunch of other people that have kind of jumped on the bandwagon and then have like immediately come back and said that it wasn't true. Um, And I do think that that is really shitty because it invalidates people that have actually been through that. But I have to be honest. I mean, shoot, the thing that happens is most of the day they're making TikToks, right? Which, yeah, it's a revenue stream, but I don't really consider it a job because at the end of the day, it's not certified income. Like you can't certify that on on an apartment loan or an apartment uh, contract. And so for me, I'm like, you know, good luck. But most of the time during the day, they're abusing drugs the whole day. Like what? hitting puff bars, hitting nicotine in the hype sticks, house? in the hype house, in all of the in all of the TikTok houses. Are these drug are these abuse is like the number one the, thing? Okay, in the hype house, are they all over the age of eighteen? I don't think so. I mean, I know that there's one really famous one named Charlie D'Amelio. She's yeah. a dancer. She oh, she's like the most in followers. the hype house. She is question mark. I don't think she actually lives there. I'm pretty sure her parents are more strict, which is good for me to hear because I'm like, you know what? Like, I mean, I can't really speak. I smoke weed and I'm pretty transparent about it, but I have a medical card and like I do use it medically. I don't ever use nicotine or any of that shit because I've just remembered from like third grade, the D.A.R.E. program, you know, that shit's bad. But, you know, you're, you're creating a platform for these people that these kids look up to. And they're seeing them hit it on a live or whatever it might be. And like, I think that that's really bad. But on top of that, like, it's not like they're hitting it like, oh, like once or twice a day, like all day hitting a Nick stick, all day drinking. And there's a lot of influencers, not just the Hype House, because there are, again, like, I don't want to make it seem like everybody in the Hype House is bad. There are some truly amazing people. But there's also a lot of people that will just like swear to God that they're the shit and think you're using them when you're literally just trying to like maintain a friendship. And right. I think that's been really disappointing. I mean, I've lost a friend because I I, I don't know. Yeah. She's just too good for me. So it's just a really, really crazy world. Um, this is like really my first time speaking about it. So they kind of- are so they're getting a reality show. Is that the the thing? Yeah. They're getting a reality show. And I'm curious as to like what it's going to show. Because from what I've seen. Gonna- I would imagine it's going to be like, oh, I see what you're saying. I mean, I'm sure that they'll show making content and making those YouTube videos and all of that, which is a lot of fun. I mean, they'll do some really cool, crazy shit. But there's also the part that you don't see. And I don't know if they're going to show that. But there is a lot of drug abuse. And there's been a lot of partying at the Hype House specifically. Yeah. During COVID, they've had people over a lot. Did they get shut down during COVID? That was the Sway House. Oh, so okay. I think what is the Sway house? house? That's another TikTok content oh, good house. Lord. I, yeah, I they they all live up. in like bougie ass mansions in the Hollywood Hills, which is just fucking ridiculous to me. Um, but yeah, no, I mean they the Sway House was the worst. I know Bryce Hall threw his twenty first birthday party and had like three hundred people without masks, and the government shut it down, and they should have hundred percent. That they was cut the electricity, didn't they? They cut the electricity. That was stupid. It was stupid. You don't have any right to party right now when anybody else can't go out. No. Just because you make TikToks, dancing in front of a camera does not give you that privilege. Period. Well, I think the management, I think the management companies own the house or rent the house and then just have them come stay there. 
No, that's what I thought too. But because I have that kind of insight. So at least with one of the more, because the hype house has been like three different houses. Yeah. Four. I've been to the first one, which was not in Los Angeles. I won't say where it was, but then there was a second one that was in the Valley. Then a third one in the Hollywood Hills. I don't know where the next one is because I, I, I don't have any more contact with that person. But I like they actually have their names on the on the 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 mortgage for the house. Oh, like they the purchased the house. No, 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 they didn't lease it. They they purchased it. What? That doesn't make sense. How does that make any sense? Well, I think they I put know. it on a mortgage, but I'm like that's a very dangerous thing when you don't have cer- like certified income that's guaranteed. You know, that's a very dangerous move, especially for a mansion that big. So then they have so like there there's usually like three people. Or one person. Um, and it's for the hype house, it is one person who who is the overhead figure of pretty much the whole thing. But there are some other people that are invested in it financially. Um, and then the other people, the lower influencers mm-hmm. in that pyramid, then yeah. pay the rent. So they pay they all pay like their fair part, but yeah, only like three people will have their names on it. So what which you're is, saying is, is what you're saying is that there's a lot more that people don't see or don't know about the hype house. So it's going to be interesting how H or how, look, I went and showed my age. I was going to say HGTV. <laughs> That's the home and garden show. Oh my gosh. Now MTV. <laughs> Shoot. I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, I've never talked yeah. about it. Like the financial side of it. Cause yeah. I've, I've never really been prompted to, but yeah, no, it's, it's a very different world than like just dancing in front of a screen. And there's, a lot of drama. There's a lot of well, that's finances what MTV, behind the scene. Well, that's what MTV will pick up. But I I would hope that these kids have a half a brain to know to not do something stupid on film like that. They're going to end their, their careers. Well, there's been a bunch of them. I mean, the pandemic has been the worst example of it. There are so many influencers. There was another one, Nikita Dragon, who's 25. She isn't wearing masks because it messes up her makeup. She had a 21st birthday party and she was like, everybody was tested. You and I both know the rapid tests are not guaranteed. And like, yeah, like, I I mean, I I honestly, like, I get it. We're a year into this now. Like, this is a very different situation than last March. But, you know, I don't go out. I know Mm -hmm. you don't really go out. I mean, we have our very set bubble and for somebody to just be like, fuck it, because I'm famous, quote unquote, like right. famous is very much a relative term. So maybe that'll be good. Maybe that'll start to expose these people to a better audience and like people will kind of see how shitty and trashy they are. At the end of the day, a lot of these people are around my age or a little older or a little younger and they're going to fuck up. But the thing is, is like, do you really want to sign up for a contract that's going to put that on the internet and then put that on TV for you know millions of people to see and you know have that be documented for the rest of your life i would bet money that mtv has the editing rights to that like they are saying oh if this is a reality show we have rights to every piece of film and are going to put and post or whatever put on tv whatever we want i bet you oh 100 100 percent I, I mean, it's it's going to be really interesting to see. I don't know if it'll end up going through. I mean, shoot, anything could happen. I mean, if they get canceled, right. MTV could just pull it, which right. would not be, you know, would not surprise me. 
Um, but I mean, it, I mean, it could also be really good. There are some people that are really talented in that house. Um, I don't necessarily want to watch their content, but yeah. I don't want to make it out to be like that. These people are all bad. I mean, no, right. That's, they're kids. They're kids at the statement. end of the day. You, you know, know, it's M- just MTV so- had a reality show, um, 16 and pregnant. And they had that. And they also, then they turned into teen Teen mom mom. and kind of followed those. Farrah Abraham. Oh God. I have to say with, with that, um, brought awareness to teen pregnancy and how difficult it is to be a teen mom and how your life kind of stops abruptly. And it changes the trajectory of your life, getting pregnant as a teenager and, you know, sex without protection and all of that. And so, um, and the majority of the relationships don't work out. I, so I think that MTV, that was kind of, uh, interesting thing that they did. And I thought that that was really good. It was almost like a PSA reality show is like, well, this is what it's really like to be 16 and pregnant and to have a child at 16 and then choose to keep the child and raise it, you know? So definitely. Well, I I never thought about that, but you know, that is definitely a very educative show in the way that they present it. You know, Mm -hmm. that is something that dramatic, I said dramast, which is yeah. Uh, we are know. just way off today. Dramast. I think we're just yeah. We're not we're not too broad. I said too. Oh my god. Okay, maybe we okay. <laughs> we are. <laughs> Welcome to my reality show. Um, there is a dramatic just change in your life when something like that happens, and I think right. that that could be very informative for audiences. So that is really cool. I never thought of it like that. Yeah. Um, and I just thought about something else recently, or, or not recently, but in the last couple seconds. Um, there are shows like Ghosted or Cyberbully or or not Cyberbully Catfish, where they show people's oh, like online gosh, dating right. lives. Yeah, and I I think that's been really good for informing the public about what that is. Yeah, because you know, like for your generation, like the internet is or was newer. You know, back you know when it was first coming out, people didn't know not to give your information out online and like. For right. my generation, that's still something you have to practice. I mean, I think people know now that you can fake it on the internet and you can be talking to like a random person, right. but you know, it's always a good reminder out there and you can see some examples of like what can happen. So I guess that's good. I mean, I think there's a lot of reality TV out there for all these different audiences. And I think even during this episode, just talking with you, I've kind of realized that more because I didn't really recognize that at first, but Mm -hmm. you know, it's not just a blanket term where you have like the housewives, like there is a lot of different reality TV. And I think depending on who is making it definitely is going to impact like the message of the show and the author or director's, um, you know, message and, and, and overall motivation of creating said show. So sometimes like, it's just entertainment, but sometimes I it's educational. To, I do have to say, I, I don't really know what the actual difference is between like a docu-series, like maybe, and a reality show. So like, I like watching the training camps of the NFL league when they um, start the season. I don't know if what it's called, but it's, um, they, they basically go around, um, I think it's on HBO and they every year pick a different, you know, NFL team. 
and they go into training camp and they kind of show the ins and outs of training camps, the injuries, the practices, the trades, the who's making it, who's not making it. Um, and that kind of thing. And so to me, I kind of like that because I like football. So I think that's kind of cool. That's kind of something I like to watch, but I think the majority of the reality TV is kind of like what we would consider. I don't mean this in a, I don't know how to say it in a nice way, but like trash TV, like it's just kind of like the no brainer. Don't have to think about it. Um, TV that you, that you watch and you just like, whatever, you're not really invested. So I think that's the majority of it. I think, you know, so, but Something a lot of TV is board. reality TV these days. Yeah, Think about really all, a lot of the shows on, on your main networks. A lot of it is reality TV. Well, and, and the thing is, is like, as we shift to these platforms, what's going to happen? I mean, I know that Netflix had like one show. I think it was like Too Hot to Handle or something like that, right? There's like a reality sh- like series. Oh, yeah. But as we're moving more towards streaming services versus TV. I mean, shoot, I'm not getting TV in my apartment. I don't have any reason for it or cable. Right. I have no reason. Everything I watch is on Disney Plus or Netflix or Hulu. So, right. you know, how is that going to transition? Right. It'll definitely be really interesting to see. But yeah, I mean, the, the more that I think about it, the actual stuff on TV is somewhat reality TV based. I mean, I know Disney had a lot of smaller reality tv series back in the day but it's definitely shifted which by the way the disney channel series i have not because i do know people in the industry i'm kind of cool like that um there was this one show called prank stars and my neighbor was on that and he was like yeah no the whole thing was like pretty much staged except for like oh, the actual so there you go yeah like yeah. when they, they actually meet the person like that was real but i was like okay that's kind of cool but yeah kind of crazy oh kinda well cra- I don't know. I think, yeah, I think we kind of, we kind of got to it. I, I guess I would just really more be interested to hear from our listeners, the draw and what they like about reality TV and why they watch it. Definitely. And please go and send us, whether it's on Instagram or on Twitter, or even if you want to put it in the review section of our podcast, when you review us and give us five stars, Yes. Um, tell us what shows you're interested in. I mean, shoot, I'm kind of, I'm kind of curious to know, maybe there are some good reality TV shows for us that you guys think we would like, but I don't know. Now that I'm like thinking about it, I'm really like having a little, little mind, mind think, mind yeah. think, question mark. Mind you know what? We, know. We're just not making a ton of sense today and we're it's just. It's okay though. It's, it's, it's reality. It is real. <laughs> it is our reality. <laughs> See what I did there? Yes. I saw what you did there. So clever. So clever. Well, thank you everybody for listening today. And um, like Jamie said, like, follow, subscribe, comment, rate on Apple podcast. And that's it. We're signing off. Have an amazing day. Bye guys. We love you. We'll see you next week. Bye.